Yeah, I just got really, really tired. I was all ready and raring to go. I was running around. I like just got off of work. I got home. I made dinner. I ate it, shoveled it into my face real fast. And then I sat down to record and I was like, oh no. We need a third wind desperately right about now. You need a third wind. I mean, I, you could have got in like a five minute nap probably. <sighs> things, things that, you know, useful things. Night naps, very useful. So useful. Um, I can't night nap. I have to get up. I have to get up at seven in the morning tomorrow. Yeah, I got up at seven in the morning today. And look at me, living my best life. Got no night nap in and feeling real delirious. Mm. So <laughs> that's cool. Um, to you know, when you spend your days um, brushing drop ceiling dust off of the drop ceiling because you are so bored. Um, yeah, I thought your days you, you were kind just of slammed over there. You know, I thought the public was backing out. I thought you were uh, no, no. just inundated with having to talk, having to sell. You know, doing your N- thing. No, 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 no. The public, the New York public. You know, it snowed last week, so they're just like not having it. And I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, you know what? Maybe this will be over faster with you all staying the fuck home. However, you all wanted to come out for you know six straight months, and now you don't want to come out. And I'm like. You're killing me. Wow, so like, you're spending your time brushing the ceiling. I mean, in between, like, hurling boxes of items, you know. And then when the odd person does come in, I'm like, okay, what is it going to take to get you in this new car on this day? All right, so you're going to take three new cars out on the out on the road this day? Great, okay, so how are we going to do this? What do we got to do to get you in those three cars? Hmm, old so. Gil really needs this one. Hmm? I said old Gil really needs this one. You're turning awfully sweaty. Oh, there was one day where I was like, hi, so you want all these? Okay, great. Thank you so much. Bye. (laughs) Like, hi, you're going to try on 10 pairs? Cool. Great. You're going to buy three, right? And she left. Bought nothing. And I went, okay. Wow. Oh, man. Desperate because we were zero dollars. Uh-oh. Well, anyway, you blew the list last week. You got one this week? Of course I don't, but I have one better. Oh, okay. This is a different. I have a different reader suggestion. Uh, this is this comes courtesy of uh, Fan Ulrika, um, who is a gifting goddess and uh, uh, sent me a little treat, got a little treat moment. Um, so I'm living my best life. But we we talked about I was like, I don't know. I got to come up with a list. She's like, here's one. So you get to the pearly gates. You kick it. You're dead. St. Peter's at the door. He's like, what three questions do you want to know about the world? We'll tell you anything you want to know. Three questions and we'll unveil the secrets or if you want to see how something happened we'll show you what are the three things oh wow um that's sending my so brain it's like genie wishes but like yeah but you get to unravel some mysteries uh-huh she was like i want to know what stonehenge is and i want to see the lady painting over that one like painting the restored painting from like three years yeah. ago that looks like you know she's like i want to be there when when she decided it was good and stopped <laughs> like and i want to watch that on a loop i want that on you know heaven tivo that's a very good funny answer i mean i don't know let's start with these ones like as far as stonehenge goes i bet the explanation for stonehenge is not very interesting at the end of the day but it's got rocks from all over the place it doesn't make sense like what's it for yeah, I mean, I'm sure the logistics of how it was built w- are probably kind of interesting because those rocks did come from far away, apparently, and stuff. But, you know, I think the speculation that it's basically some kind of religious site is, you know, probably correct. And even if it was revealed to you, you know, by St. Peter, what the nature of that ceremony was like or whatever, you probably wouldn't really be able to understand it. You know, you wouldn't be able to grok it. Whatever religion it was. No, they would tell you. Well, I know, but whatever religion it was or whatever significance it had, like, wouldn't make sense to a contemporary mind. I guess what Ulrika might be imagining is some sort of psychic transference where you uh, can understand things in a transcendent way that goes way beyond words. Like, you could have seen the experience. You know? It was pretty. Li- it was more of a literal, like, no, no, walk me through it. And they would just tell you, like, yes, yeah, so these people did this, and uh, they were doing it for this reason, and uh, that's how uh, you got it. Like, just like, is it mystical? No, here's the, here's the factual reality of 
well, these people were, uh, you know, worshiping the sun at a certain point. And then, you know, one of them was like, we found some rocks. Don't know how we got here. So we got to use them for the sun, right? And then they put them up in sticks. Yeah. Yeah, it would be really disappointing to find out, wouldn't it? Or maybe it would be interesting to find out that Stonehenge was just like something elaborate that some kook was doing. Like that guy in L.A. that made a, a castle out of seashells or whatever. What if it was just one of those things? You know, I mean, it could be uh, a ter- what's that? Good? Who was doing Roden Crater? Yeah, James Terrell, right? But I thought Terrell died. I thought it was still in progress. Is it or is Terrell not dead? I don't think Terrell's, Terrell's dead. dead. No, McCracken's dead. I yeah. mix them up. I'm like, eh, you're both alien people, so like, you're in the same camp. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, what James Terrell is doing with the crater is something akin to Stonehenge. It's just that our um, science is our secular religion, you know? And probably whatever they were doing with Stonehenge is similar to the crater in that sense, but just um, had more spiritual significance rather than, um, you know, I, what am I trying to say? Like rational intrigue. Yeah, eh, sure, fine. All right. So, So three. You got three. St. Peter's like clock's ticking. Eternity waits for no man. Come on. I'm really let's, trying. Let's, uh, stuff like this stuff like this is very hard for me to answer. I don't think in these terms. Maybe I'm just an incurious person. I mean, I don't know. I, I would want to be I would be the kind of person being like, you know, pyramids. They haven't the the big one. It's got an air shaft. Why does it need an air shaft? Can someone walk me through that? And they'd be like, Well, you know, they were working inside. I'm like, Yeah, but fuck them. Like, clearly, like that that was the modus operandi of the time. It was like, oh, the people building it? Replaceable. Why you got an air shaft? What's under the Sphinx? Tell me all the stories. Like, show me the 3D model of what's going on. And they'd be like, well, buckle in. There's a, even more shit, but you people couldn't fucking find it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I guess, I don't know. All these sort of, like, big ancient historical things, I just feel like human beings right now are on the right track as far as what they were or what they are. And whatever the details of it are not are not that interesting to me, you know. You wouldn't ask like you know Area Fifty One aliens or nah? No, because I think the answer is probably not. Like I'm trying. But you don't know. I guess I don't. You know, got but one chance. To, I, I guess you I. Know. You know what? I'm, I'm letting it get in my way. My my fear is getting in my way. Like I don't want to ask one that's a real dud. And what I'm afraid of is that you'd get into a lot of real duds at the end of the day. Okay, so here's here's the full story. So you have your three questions. Your first, like, you know, you watch a good place. So that's part of your good place, like, welcome packet. But, like, then anytime you have to, like, go, if you have another question about the world, you have to go to Eternity Library and look it up. And then, you know, one of the lesser saints comes and helps you and is like, yeah, we'll, we'll help you find that book. So here you go. Oh, like, okay. they help you find the microfiche, mm-hmm. but you have to kind of do it yourself. Yeah. It's not oh, a gimme. Oh, okay, so you, you, can, you, can, you can follow up research on some of this stuff. If one, if one, you're like, oh, I should ask that. They're like, yeah, yeah, just go to, you know. You're on your own you know, now. We took... Yeah, it's not revealed to you anymore. You have to go do the hard work. Yeah, the the ghost library of Alexandria is over there, so you can just pop in there and figure out what what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I guess know, one that go, comes, go see Saint Augustus. I don't know. He'll help you out. One that comes to mind for me is I actually partly because I just watched a documentary about this, but I've been curious about it my whole life. I wonder what happened to DB Cooper. Did D.B. Cooper die when they jumped out of the plane, or did he survive and somehow get away with that? And then it's like a TV show you get to watch on the on the on day one. Sure. Although Perfect. again, I feel the need to express the caveat that I just feel like at the end of the day, the answers to that question is not that interesting. You know, probably died. Yeah, but like, wasn't there a thing where like the money was like floating around in the world for a long time? Like they did find, find some like money on sacks the, of on cash the, or whatever. Yeah, they found some of the money like on the shore of a of a river in the area, inexplicably, but no trace yeah. of him or his parachute or anything. So yeah, I so guess that's one. But you know what? No, here. Okay, here's one that I genuinely do want to know. I want to know if there's a multiverse or if the universe is a singular entity. Okay. I genuinely want to know the answer to that question, like because the implication of that is: is there more of me? Is is there more than one chance at life, you know? Um, basically, I would ask the question, why is there something rather than nothing? And w- what does the fabric of that look like? Hmm. And then they just, like, it automatically, like, whisks you into a desk chair and there's a chalkboard. And they're like, all right, buckle up. We're going to do this real quick. Yeah, I would imagine, I would imagine everything 
sort of plays in reverse from the moment you get to the pearly gates they're like okay that's what you want to see and then like 2000 like the end of 2001 you're like flying backwards in time to the beginning of the universe and you get to see why are you talking about movies i don't know what they are oh well everybody knows what that is sorry um but you're sort of you know flying quickly back in time and you get to see where everything came from that would be very interesting to me all right that's two we got two okay what's the third one you got two, one kind of intriguing, one big one, and then do you want a fun one or do you want to, you know? Um, you know, I think I, I'm struggling to come up with a particular example, but like there are like military moments where I would like to be in the room for the decision making. Okay. All right. Like, like, yeah, but would it be like I I want to be in the brain? I want to know the logic steps yes, of one person yes, like, in a situation I, room. Yes, exactly. I want to be I want to be in Hitler's brain when he decides to invade Russia, and I want to know what that process is like. I want to know why that decision was made, and I want to know how much pushback he got. Like really, what happened with Operation Barbarossa? I really want to know why they decided to do that. That's the name of it. That was the surprise sounds, invasion of the Soviet Union, yeah. That sounds like an Italian wine. Oh, yes. On, on today's menu, we have the Barbarossa. It's a, it's a 2006. Uh, but that's just one know, example. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things like that that, that I would want to know, like really pivotal military historical moments that were either ill-advised or just really triggered a series of events that went out of control. It would be very interesting to be in the room for the strategy, the, the tactical knowledge of that situation, you know? Hmm. I think they would just, he would just be like, listen, you're not playing it right. You, you just, just go to the library. Like, we're just going to send you right to the library and you can look up all this stuff. This is all too serious. And this is, you know, day one. Here's your party hat. Or here's your halo. All right. To the library with you. Bye-bye. And you'd probably be like, <laughs> this is the best eternity ever. Yes. Yeah, I just want to go to Heaven Wikipedia and be let loose. Yeah, basically yeah. is what you're <laughs> describing. Because that's the way that I think, is I need some hyperlinks to get me going from event to event, you know? They're like, we have all the hyperlinks, but it's all real. Yeah. It's the actual thing that happened in the room. And if you want to jump into people's brains, we got that on file too. Don't you worry. Yeah, I think that's critical. you got to be jumping into people's brains. You have to be able to internalize the experience. It has to be transcendent. I don't want a literal explanation of anything, because that's just going to be boring. So your Halo is more like Mario Cappy, where you just sling it onto the historical figure, and then you get to inhabit them. And then you're in them. Yeah, but you're not controlling them, you know? You have no influence on what happens. It happens the way that it happened, but you understand completely. Almost like Got it. Y- you've never done this, but like when you're on LSD and you're with another person and you really just vibe almost to the point where you can read each other's minds. That's what I'm imagining. That sounds disgusting. Um, it can be really romantic under the right circumstances, but ugh. what would you know about that? Oh, absolutely nothing. Thank you very much. No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hard pass. Um, thinking thinking you, the well, same thought. Ugh. 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 So, so wait a minute. Do you have three? Did you already go through this exercise? Because I would like to know what yours are. Yours seem like yours would be more fun. I mean, I I mean, they, I don't I don't really don't know. It would be like one of those things of like Atlantis, real or not? Can we confirm or deny? Like, was there you know what happened? What happened with the fall of humanity? Like in the first round? Like what the fuck happened there? Like Neanderthals and all? Like what what actually happened there? Like why? Wh- why did we get to be this way? You know. Yeah, yeah. I think those are intriguing questions too. I, it's tough though, like, right? I'd, I'd, yeah, but I'd be like, can you just take me on a walk to all the wonders of the world that aren't existent anymore? And is Atlantis one of them? Can I see it? Can I be there? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the floating gardens of Babylon. I'd be like, can I see that? What's that? That's an interesting. Yeah, that that stuff's interesting. Like, you know, finding an explanation for what is the Great Flood. Why does that reappear in so many mythologies uh, around the world from around the same period of time? Like, what exactly was that event? Yeah. I think you'd find out about a lot about Atlantis via a question like that. Seeing yeah. the seven wonders of the world would be kind of interesting, but, like, those were factual places, you know? Alleged, like, the lost ones, though, are just myths. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I I'm I, I did a Wikipedia deep dive in the past on the Seven Wonders of the World, and I'm pretty sure that with maybe one exception, they've all been like archaeologically identified. Probably, not, probably the Hanging Gardens. It's funny that you mentioned that one. Is the only one that I think doesn't exist anymore. I don't think they anyone found that because they're like where. Well, how would you like find it? And, it was yeah. sort of like just a generic building with a lot of plants. Like you would never know even if you did find it. But it was like it a, was. a plant fortress, and you're like, yeah, that doesn't exist. Nope. Th- what? No. Th- like a, a multi-stepped fortress, and you're like Machu Picchu, and they're like, no, 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 over there, over mm-hmm. you know Babylon, over other side. Um, I remember you know, when I went to Italy as a kid. See, this this would be my fear of the Seven Wonders of the World uh, tour. Is I remember when I went to Italy as a kid, we went to the Colosseum, and it was a lot smaller and more uh, underwhelming than I had expected. And I have a feeling, to a modern mind, most of the Seven Wonders of the World would be kind of meh. You know, like you've been to, but Cedar you get Point. to visit them in their grandeur. Like you're yeah. like, I want to see it, and then yeah. they're like, Oh yeah, here you go, boop, and you're like, Oh fuck, yeah, you know. I don't know why I'm shitting all over this parade. I apologize. I just feel very skeptical of like. Uh, of God showing you stuff. It's not God. It's St. Peter. St. Peter is, you know, God's, uh, you know, he's the right, he's literally the right hand. He's like, I am the Ur secretary. Uh, I, I do know everything about everything. So yes, that's why I'm doing this. You know, he's the Joan of mm-hmm. eternity. And he's like, yes, I know everything better than they do. They're fucking morons. Whatever. I always thought the platypus was a bad idea, but like, you know, <laughs> that was, you know, that was before my time, so I didn't have any input. Um, uh, hmm. Finding out what happened to the dinosaurs would be interesting. I mean, it's pretty clear that it was an asteroid, but like being there for that yeah, impact or watching that event would be very cool. Um, I would like to watch the formation of the Earth, but like on a sped up timeline. Like, I don't want to sit there for a billion years while it like coalesces. But you have eternity. I mean, I guess that's know. true. Yeah, I wonder what would be boring be at that point. You know, yeah. Maybe your, I mean your perception of time would be completely different or non-existent. Maybe it wouldn't be boring. Maybe sitting for a billion years and watching a planet form would be like a pretty blasé activity. It's like the South Park thing of like this this week on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like Doctor Manhattan. You know, when you become omnipotent, you get divorced from human intrigue and human scale. None of that stuff is interesting to you anymore. You want to, you know, craft your own shit. I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Uh, Are you allowed to ask for powers? No. That doesn't seem like part of the prompt. You're dead. You have no powers. Who cares? No, no, no. Like, you can, like, you know, it's the thing again, like, oh, you can fly. It's like, yeah, whatever you want, you can do. Mm -hmm. But, like, within reason, you know. I mean, I... The other thing is, like, if you're at the pearly gates, you're like, so, you know, just while we're here, so, hell, what's it look like? Am I guaranteed entry if I'm asking you these questions that I'm going to the good place right now? Or, like, can I see what the other one's like? Like, just take a little peek in the window? Or do I get to ask these questions and then I get kicked back there? Because, like, the, you know, the third one would be the... I mean, the other thing, too, that I would want to ask is reincarnation. A thing? Deja vu? A thing? All these things, these temporal things about like living forever, you know, real. I'm here, so I'm not like back there. So like, what was that a thing? Is religion's kind of wrong? I don't know. That was contained within my multiverse question as well. That that's basically a large part of why I'd want to ask that. Is like, um. Yeah, so you did... How did I get to the end of line? How did you get to the end of the line? Is this the end of the line? How do I know that, you know? Yeah, and also, like, can I go back for funsies while I'm up here? Like, I don't know. Like, can you make me a bug for fun? I I don't know. I don't want to live as a mosquito for a day, but, like, there are some people I would like to bite Mm -hmm. in in an annoying way, (laughs) you know? Like, maybe I have malaria and someone's got to go down. I don't know. Yeah, but see, now you're asking for powers too. That's outside the purview. That is power. You're basically asking. <laughs> well, to it's be powers an by proxy. It's a, it's an, it's a, it's a backdoor power, which. That's your favorite have. thing. I already have it. I don't need it. <laughs> it's fine. I don't need fucking omnipotent powers for that shit. We have apps for that. Um, 
Yeah, it would just be like, yeah, reincarnation a thing? Question mark? You know. Right. They'd be like, no, you're here. What? Or, yeah, but like, eh, you, you, you passed it, you passed it the t- a couple tests. You're fine. And I'd be like, what? What are the <laughs> tests? And they'd be like, we can't tell you. That's not a thing we can tell you. Stupid. Go to the library. You can find it there. Yeah, see, what's so interesting to me about your perspective on this is that it's so strictly like Christian or Catholic in the framing of it. Because when you were saying St. Peter, I thought you meant that just in the grandest sense, like in the figurative, metaphorical sense of St. Peter. Because I would imagine the afterlife is some combination of all the world's religion. It's like both and neither of all of those things, you know? It's just some transcendent state. Substitute, like, you know, St. Peter for Janet. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. You know, you get some, like, you know... That's why even the Earth Secretary is Janet. It's like, oh, no, I know what, uh, you know, I'm an eternal being forever and I know everything. Oh, you want to know that? Boop. I'm just, you know, but even you. And- but even that strikes me as a little too narrow. Like, it's still individuals uh, conversing with each other. Like, m- my sense of the afterlife. You want the screaming eyeballs would experience? Because be... that's the other option. Uh, no, it would be more like a DMT thing or something. It would it would be a melding of lots also of screaming eyeballs. Beings. Yeah, that's true. But you know, I don't know the idea of like being still being yourself and then talking to another per- thing or whatever that entity that identifies in a singular way. I don't know. I don't think that's how it would work. I think it would be I a mean, lot more you atmospheric. You could be like a cloud of smoke if you want. I don't know. <laughs> you could be like the little, like the lights blinking as you talk, like in the, in the void. Hey, so I'm here. Um, what is going on? I don't know. I, I also don't think, like, at the end of the day, I do, on a certain level, believe, like, you're just like, well, this is the actual Catholicism of yeah, dust to dust. I mean, you're just, you're just going to be nothing. Yeah, big dirt nap forever. What a relief. What a relief. <laughs> Boy, can I have, can we have a little bit, can I have a taste of that? Um, You know, it just sounds like, Oh, here's just a vacation from sentience. I'm like, oh, what I've always wanted. Yeah, yeah, I always imagined that death would feel a lot like sleep. Eh, sleep has too much like dreams and shit. Like, there's too much stuff going on in the back end. Like, you know, we're updating the files and you know, downloading new software. I'm not here for that. I just want. Oh, that's not happening. Oh no, 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 no. I want a blackout without the guilt. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Did your parents ever talk about this with you? Do you have no. a sense of like what they believe death is like? The, the standard issue, heaven and hell, I think. Oh, really? What about purgatory? The waiting room of the afterlife? Yeah, isn't that a thing for Catholics? I thought it was scary to like end up in purgatory. Uh, it's uh, It's kind of like a best case scenario. <laughs> really you're like i'm here i'm here like you know i didn't do anything that bad but like i'm not super good enough so i just gotta like bide my time here mm-hmm. but time has no reference so you know your your being is just like waiting you know you are in the bardo but it's like nothing it's yeah a bardo of, well i think that actually is what that is you know um it's an in-between but you don't actually move in the real world or the afterworld you're just like, hmm, here until you get the, like, the light, you know, that is like the, you said DMT, it's the DMV of the afterlife. You have your ticket and you're like, fuck, I'm 4,722 and they only have one person here? It's going to take forever. Do I have my phone? And they're like, we, you, you, no, no, this is the afterlife. You're not, again, you're not a pharaoh. You don't have shit that people left at your feet. Right, you're just waiting no. without time. But the idea is that you can get out of it eventually, right? Like yeah, I don't get remember out of how the mechanics of that work. You get out of it. I, I, I don't. I won. I don't know if it's like it's a wonderful life where people pray for you to like speed up the purgatory time. Oh, I think see, that's a thing. if that's the case, that would be a really tough sell these days because there's not that many people praying anymore. The purgatory I... process has only slowed down over the last few centuries. I feel like you'd be surprised. I feel like a lot of mindfulness practices are secular prayer that can kind of just be like, you know, giving change to everybody's afterlife homeless cups. 
Yeah, yeah, I see what you I see what you mean. Okay. Fair enough, but that's I, the logic I'm using at least. I don't know. Yeah, I would hope that that's true because otherwise if you need, you know, certain individuals to pray for you, you're in real trouble. No, you like, don't need certain in, indivi- individuals. You just need individuals to, you know, it's like Coco, which you've never seen. Yeah, I've never seen it. Okay. Everybody well, says spoilers. it'll make them cry, so I don't want to watch it. You will heave. It you will ugly cry. Yeah, I know. I find that It's not it's not even like a little weepy. It's like <sighs> like hard to breathe, like bad. Wow. Maybe I'll watch it after I hang up the phone tonight. I've been going through <sighs> a real dark night of the soul, so maybe that's just what I need. <laughs> it's just to let it it's just to let it out. All right, we'll get you your clown makeup soon. Don't worry. The purple suit's in the mail. <laughs> I'm already the Joker, dude. I'm already twisted. I'm wearing my clown makeup all the time on the inside. Do you know what how makeup works? You put it on top <laughs> of. It's it's different. It's not on the inside. It's on the outside and on top of. It's uh, costumery. Uh, it's very different. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I got to tell you, I've... So... You know, I told you a while back, I forget if it was on after show or not, but I'll just say it on here. I was, I, you know, I got on psychiatric meds a couple months ago mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I stopped taking them about a week ago. No. Will's looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, I stopped taking them the about a week. said he was on psychiatric meds. I mean, yeah, well, he said fair it. enough, fair enough. But uh, I stopped taking them about a week ago because I had an upcoming appointment with my psychiatrist and I was like, look. This shit is making me feel foggy. It was like giving me intellectual disability, and I didn't like it. So I was like, I'm done with this. Now, I'm on a new one as of today, but the past week or so has been real rough because I'm sort of like dealing with the residual uh effects of a medication i'm no longer taking but it's probably still in my system till it leaves you know and at the same time i'm trying to like reacclimate to what i used to feel like and then i just got on a new one so if i seem a little off it's because i am my brain chemistry has been thrown for a loop yeah and it's it's making me it's making it hard for me to think and act you cut out right when you said it's making me feel X, and I went, "What?" Oh, I said it's making me, it's making it hard for me to think and act. I feel like I have the brain of a oh. goldfish right well, now, where like every thought just uh, enters immediately and then leaves. Like I have no retention. My short and medium term memory and thinking ability are completely shot. This is why you don't stop the medication without you know a plan place you know because basically you quit cold turkey and then was like hey uh i did that and they're like fuck part of i mean part of it is a little bit of a withdrawal yeah maybe i was having a little bit of withdrawal but shockingly the psychiatrist didn't seem to think this was weird at all she was like oh yeah that happens we'll just like put you on a new one you know it's no big deal medically but i can only speak to my own Oh, perception, which is negative. And I'm so I'm also like I'm having a hard time uh, remembering and articulating things. But then I'm also uh, having mood swings again, which I haven't had in a while. So last night I was feeling really depressed, which is why I want to watch Coco. That's what spurred all this on. And then today I felt really good. Oh, but I have no concept (laughs) of what is uh, what is psychosomatic what is medication? What is my life? I'm just existing in a kind of like, uh, <sighs> let's see how it goes type of mode. That's uh, uh, mm. why, I don't know. That's why I'm kind of, I mean, I'm a fan of the talking of the therapy. I'm, you know, am I always a fan of the drug? Uh, n- no. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know. Because wh- I don't even like, you know, even if I'm ill, I'm like, what? I have to take an ibuprofen? Why? I'm just going to suffer. I'm just going to feel the pain. Hey, man, that's how I've always felt, too. And I still feel that way. I should make it very clear that from the jump, I was very skeptical of the psychiatric meds. I did not want to do it. My therapist basically fed me the argument that that went like this. She was like, 
you're skeptical about altering your brain chemistry, like you do it all the time because you drink and you smoke and, you know, you drug occasionally. Like, what do you mean you don't want to alter your brain chemistry? You're just doing it on your own in uncontrolled dosages. And I was like, okay, fair enough. I'll try it. But now that I've tried it, and I've tried it for a while. I didn't try it for a week. I've been on it for months. I, I'm not down with it. I, it's, I, only, it's only emboldened my suspicion that it would do what I thought it would do, which is completely blunt you. It's like, yes, you don't have emotional swings, and maybe that's good. But having your personality sort of like cut in the sense that a drug is cut <laughs> with baby aspirin or whatever is not a good feeling. I mean, the the goal is to stabilize and then give you the tool so you don't need it anymore, you know? Yeah. And it's just a matter of reckoning with yourself if, if you have those tools or not, if you feel like you have them. And, you know, that's really up for the people with the pad and the pen and the paper and the, you know, to decide as a course of action because they don't want you to backslide in any way because that's, that's bad. Um and ultimately, like, not useful. Like, you know, the goal is to be like, here you go. We're going to mellow you out a little bit. We're going to even you out with column A and give you a bunch of column B. So that way, eventually, maybe we just get you to column B. Yeah, I think that is I think that is the idea. You know, I don't really know what my point is or what I'm trying to say here. I just feel compelled to say that because it's the only thing on my on my mind recently. And it's getting in the way of me even being able to have a conversation right now. Oh. Well, eh, that, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> it's only a problem in, beca- in in so far as what are we doing? We're having a conversation. This is Green and Lewis. It's a conversation. Um, 35 minutes. There we go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't I, I don't know. Well, and it's leaving it's leaving me it's leaving me very listless in more ways than one, because this basically seems to be the process, too. I'm also just venting a little bit because I'm frustrated. Like when I talk to my psychiatrist about it and she's like, oh, yeah, this happens. It's like, really? It's like this is the process. This is actually the process is you just try something for a while and then you stop taking it and then you just throw another thing at me. Like there's nothing scientific about it. These people don't even know what they're doing. They're just like, oh, yeah, you got to try it. And then you got to try another thing. And it's like, is this just going to go on forever? I mean, what about just solving the problem? Instead of medicating symptoms, you know, it makes me angry at the end of the day. Well, a psychiatrist's job is to solve the problem with the medication. A psychologist's job is to solve it through figuring out the root problems and shaking the tree down and getting the apples out so the branches can be a little lighter. Yeah. I don't know, but both of them work in collaboration and neither of them seem to think that that's a possible option. Well, uh, they don't always. Some people just do the talk, the talking, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't do the no, I don't do the other thing." Yeah, I guess I don't know. Um, maybe I just have a bad it, therapist. Maybe that's also what's bothering. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, the, people fire their therapists all the time. Like, that's you know, a thing. Yeah, maybe I need to do that. I don't know. I'm just telling you. I've just noticed even even our last couple of episodes, like when we don't have a prompt, you know. Like, last week was mm. so much fun because we had the list, right? And it's fun when Ulrika gives us a prompt or whatever, and I can sort of I can sort of start to riff, but even that is starting to become difficult. Like, I'm losing my ability to be flexible and agile mentally, and that is not acceptable. Well, I don't... I don't think it's necessarily uh, just the one thing. It's a confluence of factors. I think, uh, you know... When ha- have you ever uh, had this conversation in therapy about doing a like an inventory, a personal inventory? No. What? I know this, and I don't even fuck it. Okay, all right. So let's break this down. This is also just a good like thought process. So like, what are your conditions of existence as as it stands? Like, uh, you know, gone through lots of change. Um, you know, in terms of life work everything you know the whole the whole shabam um it's like how like how so how does that affect you like you know what stability do you 
think about the Maslow hierarchy of needs. Like, what kind of things do you need stability? It's like, you know, is it a, you know, think about your financial situation or your housing situation. Like, there's a lot of things that you don't have a lot of control over. Which, again, this is why meds are great, because they kind of dim the anxiety of the loss of control. But, you know, it's a matter of, like, can you identify these things that are causing stressors? And it's not necessarily anxiety in a general sense, but it is, why am I, who am I? Uh, but, like, it is this kind of thing of, like, when you think about your your capital S self, like, what are the things that you see in the mirror? And it's, like, are those things weighing on you in your kind of mode of, modes of operation in the world? Because, um, you know, when I was at my most absolutely psychotic lowercase p just let's just say capital hot h hot mess yeah i had no money I, you know i hot mess hi it's a tuesday am i drunk at 9 30 and ha- calling a grinder hookup at 10 15 and they're leaving because i'm too drunk yes yes did that bing bang boom done proud no no and then you go how do you grapple with the things you're like i don't have any control oh how do we assert control i have the tools for that all right and then you like take your tools that are very rusty and then you're like gotta polish them gotta you know let's let's shine these fuckers up make them sharp and then you're like gotta climb the mountain of shame and then you're just you know "Eh." um and you're out of shape for that and again this is what meds do they give you they help you they're like steroids for that climb out of the 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 shame pit or you know sure. pit of you know self-perceived despair and then you you get there um with like a staircase instead of um exhaustion and both physically and mentally i think the reason the that process. i locate the problem in the meds though is that's not what they've been doing like the reason that i stopped taking them is that i felt like they were blunting that ability as well because I'm telling you, this is really hard to describe, but when I said intellectual disability, I really mean it. It wasn't like my emotional tools um, were n- not being aided. It was like, I can't think clearly. It reminded me of having COVID. It was a similar sort of brain fog. You also might just have residual effects of that, and it's just a combo one-two with the thing. It, mm-hmm. it it could it could be both, but like I don't know. I'm pretty COVID skeptical. COVID is just the flu. It's not that fucking big of a deal. Like I really okay. don't. I really don't think that it's a holdover from that in November. The only consistent thing that's been built up in my system for as long as it has is the medication. You know. And I felt like it was blunting my ability to take my own inventory and utilize my tools to dig myself out of my hole, you know? This is going to sound real woo. Yeah. But, like, have you ever tried fasting? No, I never have. Not really. You, not going to say that I have, because my waistline will beg to differ that it never has happened. But when you're real poor, um, you have, like, one meal, and it's maybe just, like, some white rice and like whatever you can scrounge up as like pro some kind of protein and that is almost like a fast you know especially if your metabolism hasn't quit yet um and you can get to some clarity with that process like you're like okay must fuck with body but it's for fatties like me it's like okay if we're gonna have that on the table like all sorts of sparks start flying in the brain like i don't i'm not advising this because, again, if it, if they're talking about med stuff, like, you don't want to necessarily, like, have any prescriptives and fast. You might mm, a little crazy. But sometimes you need to be a little crazy in that other way to find some kind of clarity. Yeah, yeah. But also, not a doctor. Just, this works for me. I'm also someone who goes, oh, I don't feel well. I'm ordering the spiciest food I can possibly imagine, sweating it out through all my pores and going, I'm better. <laughs> Like, I'm not, like, what works for me works for no one else. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've done the poor person fast before where you just don't have a lot of money, so you more or less eat once a day, and it's something, like, barely nourishing. I did that when I first moved to New York for a long time, for a number of years. Yeah, I mean, It was also being supplemented, though, with Crown Fried and 40s. Yeah, that's a little different. That's a little different. I mean, I be, you know, what I'm describing in terms of my fast when I was poor was, like, I'll have a little, like two dollar slices and then a liter of white wine like it's vanity fair in 1952 right 
Yeah, yeah. Not clarity. Clarity's a funny word there, but like, you know, on the days where you're like actually feeling the Pavera of it all, uh, you're like, oh, I see what I, you start to get, what is wrong is crystal crystalline or crystallized in a very uh, concrete way. I don't know why those are two very different materials, but they just stand out and you're like, that has to change. That has to change. That I like that. That I'm not bad. I'm not mad at that. But that, that, that we can't live with. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I ap- I appreciate you trying to help me along. I just I just felt like I said earlier. I just felt compelled to say something because I'm I feel really trapped right now in a very in a very inarticulate place. It's making it's making it very difficult for me to do this show right now. Oh, well. Well, we like I we think got... that's part of the reason I was shitting on the parade of the prompt earlier. It's just that I can't I can't get out of my own head enough to even think creatively. And can you imagine like what a bummer that is? For oh, somebody that's, that's like every day. That's like an uh, I mean, artistically minded person that's like likes to bounce around, likes to have conversations. It's like fatigue is a part of that. Like if you're yeah. saying like, "Ooh, I'm I'm a tired boy." Like, you know, Again, if it's a matter of finding the wind, the wind sometimes is like a, a just a mild breeze that you're like, I don't think I can talk with this one. Like, how do we, you know, electrify that? And like, as someone who's, um, let's just say lazy, um, I can turn it on because I have to turn it on because I'm also conditioned to turning it on like a fucking sociopath as my employment. Right. And have for so long. So, like, you know, not difficult for me. Um, again, you put a camera on me and put a microphone in front of my face. Oh, bitch, it's on. Hello. Hi. Thank you, caller. What? And what are we talking about today? You know, like, done. Most people don't do that because the, the level of performativity that you have to engage in on your daily life, much more minimal. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But this is the thing, man. This is the real topic of conversation here. The thing that's really at the core of what's frustrating me is that I'm somebody that likes to do that. I don't I don't have to be prompted, you know, normally. <laughs> I don't uh I don't n- need to be electrified because I I enjoy so much being electric. Like that's part of my existence, you know. Whether that's in just a conversation over drinks or whether that's talking to you on the podcast or whatever, um, being able to bounce ideas off of another person is one of the most exhilarating things in my life. And being unable to do that or or feeling limited in that capacity is different than simply feeling fatigued or... um, or needing a reason to turn it on. I don't normally need a reason. That's the yeah, difference. That's the thing that I'm feeling that's like dragging me down. Because even when I was the most depressive, I could still like hang, you know? But do you are you listening to yourself while you're saying this? Basically what you're describing is that very uh, precipitous curve of a pendulum swing between manic and depressive. So like, you know, like I'm not going to say that it's good that you feel foggy cuz that uh, that kind of sucks. But what it's doing is preventing you from reaching soaring highs of electricity that then lead to really shitty uh crashes in the other direction. You know, and you know, maybe the like if we're looking, you know, the little uh the desk thing, the balls. Yeah. Click clack click clack. You know, like you're used to like Bam! 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 Like, you know, they're clacking real hard. Um, but that maybe is not healthy. Yeah, but maybe what, I, what I'm saying is... And that's your mode of operation that you like because you've existed in that mode for a long time. You're probably right, Will. I feel like, and I feel like that's exactly what a therapist would tell me. But I'm really... You need a gay bald therapist... Yeah who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about instead of talking out of their ass because they led the, they led they read Lacan three times. Oh, I don't even think you they know? read Lacan. I think at the end of the day the therapist just likes $100 <laughs> that the appointment costs, you know. Oh, I, w- I wasn't talking about you. Yeah. But um you know, I I think what I'm realizing is that you know, I liked being manic depressive. I liked it. 
It's not. It's, Other people did not. It's not <laughs> simply that I was used to it. It's that I liked it. And then I still like it. it. You can like it, but if you don't have the tools to talk yourself out of the depressive side, like in a functioning manner, like, you know, everything, everything in balance, like everything in moderation, find the third way. What's the middle way? Oh, I don't want the third way. I don't want the Clintonism. I want the extremism. Well, no. Well, you're in Ohio. It, actually, Ohio is the most middle way. Well, it's a place where most people don't deal with their problems, you know, ever. It's a place for NPCs. Correct. Uh, the third way here is passive aggression. Yeah. And I tried to leave that behind a long time ago. I'm not a fan of that. Oh, it's great. I mean, if you lean into it and to what the possibilities it can offer, it can be wonderful. Yeah. Um, but again, people also view that as a source of shame of like, I'm never really honest. It's like, no, you are, but you don't recognize your honesty and your passive aggression, which is a superpower if wielded in the right hands of particularly bitchy people mm -hmm. who are also simultaneously very sweet because they won't lie to you, but they will judge you. <laughs> right. It's that kind of thing. Like, however, if you don't have the power of that, you will lie to people and you will judge them, and that makes you an asshole. That is the most Ohio thing, where people just like save face and then never have the honest conversation. You're like, I never even knew this person did this or whatever or felt that way. And you're like, Oh yeah, they talked about it all the time. And you're like, The fuck they did? No, not in front of me. And they're like, Yeah, they didn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. That's. That's the Midwest in general, but that's also just people in general. Ah, bad people do that. Those people are not asking the questions at the pearly gates. They're like, can I ask questions? They're like, no, other way. <laughs> Take the elevator. No, you, you, no, no, no. I don't, how'd you get here? No, bouncer. Bouncer. And then. Then back to purgatory slash hell with them. I mean, what is heaven's bouncer? Who is heaven's bouncer? Is there a bouncer? Is it a black hole that just goes, oh, no, 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 you're going back down or nothing? I mean, I think when he dies, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's going to be Heaven's Bouncer. That's for sure. But who is it right now? I don't know. Maybe it's a rotating cast. They take shifts, you know? The burliest, most good-hearted person from each era gets to be Heaven's Bouncer. Oof. <laughs> I don't even know who that could be. Yeah, like, that's because we wouldn't know. Right now, it's some weightlifter from the 1910s that was a celebrity in his day and doesn't even have a Wikipedia like Charles page Atlas anymore. is up there going like, no, yes. Mm. <laughs> I, I doubt that. Somehow deeply doubt that. Um, but I don't know. I Yeah, you know what's ironic? We're talking about all, all of this, uh, talking about all of this afterlife stuff and then talking about my condition. And... What's weird is that I used to express my desire to be dead sometimes. And now what I'm expressing... Yeah, it was fun for everybody. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And now what I'm expressing is, God damn it, do I want to be alive again? I'm just having the exact opposite problem right now. Well, because that's I a don't... better problem to have. That's a little different. That, you know, like that, that framework, useful. I guess you know. so, yeah. I want the higher highs back, man, you know? That's, that's the part I but want. But that's also addict. That's like addict speak of like, I want to be really high again. And you're like. Yeah, I know. You know what happens after you get really high? You I don't know. Get I've never been very high. You get an entire jar of peanut butter secretly. And then you wake up in the morning and find out that it was all over your pillow somehow. And you're not sure how it got there. You did that? <laughs> Jesus yeah, I did Christ. do that one time. That was when we lived together. Ugh. Ugh. I had an edible, and I was afraid you would notice, so I waited till you went to bed, and then I snuck out into the kitchen and got the jar of peanut butter, and I ate the jar of peanut butter in my bed while I was watching something. Meanwhile, I thought I was being really clean about it the entire time, but when I woke up in the morning, it was smeared all over the pillowcase. How that happened, I don't know. Maybe it was just on my mouth, and I fell asleep. Were you flinging it like a catapult? I have no idea. I really don't know. I mean, that's probably better than what I would do when you would fall asleep and other things would end up on my pillow mm -hmm. from people. So, you know, we all make choices. Um, yeah, at least you were having fun. I don't know. I was having fun, too, mm. to be fair. Yeah, every, fun is, fun it was is just a scale. Private. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. Um, you know, 
Yeah, I, uh, I do think it's a matter of, like, I don't know, like, when you, like, finding balance of, this is, again, what, what boredom in retail allows you to do is, you because you can do everything on autopilot, your brain can be like, I'm thinking, and you're like, shut up, we are not here for that, um, is, like, you can kind of go to places of, like, huh, huh. And, fuck, I just lost it. Uh, I was thinking today, I was like, you know, like, like noticing small things that bother you. Like, if I'm in a point to be bothered by, you know, conditions around me, that must mean that it's pretty good, but I'm suspicious of it. So then it's just like, well, why do you feel this way? And it's like, well, again, like when all the, the, the hierarchy needs, you're like, but now I can be picky. Oh, fuck being picky oh and then you're like am i satisfied where i am oh no the f- the feelings are coming and you're like motherfucker are we acting and you're like mm, we can't really act on anything because uh we're you know at this other place and you're like yeah but what can we do what how what about our conditions can we control are you gonna actually engage in the control of them or are you just gonna do some stupid shit and you're like i'm doing stupid shit i'm dusting the ceiling fuck you and you're like <laughs> well okay that's a choice you're just gonna be tired and then you're going to have dust all over your jacket that you're currently wearing. And you're like, fine, you're doing laundry. But now that seed's planted, so you have to deal with that. And it's like, we won't deal with that right now. But now we know. So for the listener, I just it pivoted around the microphone like a crazy person. So again, am I the greatest source of advice for mental health? No. No. Absolutely not. No, but in a weird way, I think that you are. I think Ulrika has actually expressed this to you in the past, that like your... Um you're sort of a self-taught, you're an autodidact of emotional health. And you express it in a very interesting way, but you're you're right. You know, but I've like, never I had the ability... I assume everybody does that. No, and not everybody does that. And that's the part where I'm like, that. nobody does that. <laughs> you have a very high level of self-awareness, and then you you are very playful about how you deal with it. But you end up being able to reflect on that playfulness and like make it useful. You have an incredible amount of perspective that uh, you're able to like encapsulate into your own little mental games. You know, I've never been able to do that. I think a big problem in my life is that I make really drastic decisions because I'm not aware when I'm being picky and when things are important. You know, like that distinction that you just made is something that's never really occurred to me, but does occur to me in this moment as a source of a lot of my self-imposed problems is that I can't tell the difference between small problems and big problems a lot of the time. This might have to do with that pendulum swinging, you know? Um, but it really gets in my way because sometimes I'll make big decisions based on very small problems, and sometimes I'll make very small problems into very, uh, you know, big emotional situations when that's not warranted, and vice versa. I'll make very big emotional situations very small. And I just have no self-awareness in between. I have no ability to sort of bracket that for myself and go, okay, you're doing this right now. Like, take it easy. Just look at that and then maybe make a different decision. So what were you saying about not wanting drugs? Well, the reason I don't want the drugs is the drugs don't have the proper effect. They don't give me the ability to zoom out for a second and say, okay, here's what you need to do. They just blunt you instead just slow it down yeah it's the the slowdown is supposed to allow for the the other connections to be made of the reckoning the, Ex- you're the right about interstitial that. reckonings that is that's what it's supposed to do ostensibly if that's it's not what doing it's that then do. that's a conversation you have to have again people with the the pads of paper and the knowledge and you know i am but, i am having those conversations but it just reinforces my skepticism of the pharmaceutical industry and this stuff in general like, I really, truly believe that basically psychiatric medication is there to make the population docile. It's there to make people like me docile. It is not there to help me. And I'm experiencing that firsthand, and it is working. But it's also making me mad now because it's inter- it's interfering with my natural talents and abilities. You don't want those to disappear in favor of another thing. You want your natural talents and abilities to maintain, but you also want to be able to work with them a little bit better. 
You, you know, you don't want that someone to take the tool from you. Don't take the hammer from me just because I'm not hitting the nail. Like, teach me how to hit the nail. Well, I mean, you're basically describing you don't want to be Bruce Banner or the Hulk. You want to be Smart Hulk with the glasses and yeah, the, the yeah, jacket. Exactly. So, you know, throw at every purple pair of shorts that you have. Just make sure that doesn't happen. Um, and then any quarter zip sweaters you also have to burn. Um, I am getting jacked at the gym, so I'm going to bust out of my clothes any day now. Please don't. <laughs> no one needs to see that. I, You know, I had a, l- a healthy lunch today, and I'm feeling skinny. This shirt that I'm wearing used to not fit. So, you know, the yo-yos of weight are a real bitch. I don't even know. I'm like, I had Taco Bell for dinner last night. This shirt that used to not fit fits like a glove today. I'm like, okay, what are we doing? Body? Are, are ha- Has everything reactivated? Are we good? And it's like, yeah, you're skinny today. You're going to be fat tomorrow. I'm like, fuck you. <sighs> so Well, the Taco Bell probably helps you evacuate your system, you know? I think it... You know, I talked about doing a fast. I think my version of a juice cleanse is a $13 Taco Bell order where it's like, oh, no, (laughs) we'll clear you out. You're not going to have anything, and we're going to, because it's all salt, we're going to drain you of all your water weight, and you're going to feel skinny as fuck. And I'm like, okay, great. Yes, sign me up. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Tip the driver, $17. I don't even care. Yes, yes. Have them bring it to me. Yes. Um, As they say, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. So... I think also smoking real cigarettes makes you real skinny. It I'm does. That is really true. <sighs> Have you been smoking again? No. Oh, really? I kind of can't do it because every time I smell a real cigarette, it's disgusting. Oh, yeah, I know. It, that does happen over time. I know what you mean. Now that I'm living with the, like, everything smells nice and, like, cologne, like, lasts all day. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, in I'm like in this life. But I look like a dumbass shoving a fucking USB stick in my fucking face. Yeah. Well, hey, take some take some medical advice from a manic depressive addict right now and just treat yourself to a cigarette like once a night. No. I worked with a guy that did The guy at the bodega was nice. He's like, "Oh, no cigarettes when I bought like, you know, what did I buy? I bought Peroni because I was like, ooh, oh. I'll feel Italian one day." Um He's like, "No cigarettes?" He's like, "Good for you." And I was like, "Oh, I made him proud." Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, that's sweet. But hey, I think you could treat yourself to one every once in a while. Oh, I think like, you know, on a like an out night, I think it's fine to have like a little ciggy moment. Like I think that's fun. But like what out nights are happening when there's outdoor everything and everyone looks at you mean and you're like, I would like to smoke and they're like, We're all outdoors, you can't do that. I'm like, fuck everybody. That's true. I never thought about that. The non smokers have taken over the outdoor spaces now. That might Fuckers. be a permanent fixture too, unfortunately. Like someone's Someone might get a mouth, an earful for me. Then I'll be like, "Well, listen, Chelsea, Chelsea, with too many E's and I's, and a GH for no good goddamn reason. You need to go back to the fuck Iowa and mm-hmm. go back to you know the Iowa writers' room or whatever the fuck and like do do your life because uh no, oh wait, you already moved out uh you know last May, so like bye, great, love it, right." Hell hath no fury <sighs> like a smoker spurned. Truly, I will ash in your face, and I do not care. <laughs> I will go to. I will find some way to get to a floor above you and just tap, tap, tap all over you. I will go to. I will resurrect No Name Bar, throw a bunch of money in it, so I can stand on the up, upper balcony just to go, tap, tap, tap. Nice. Yes. Hmm. Am I vindictive? Yes. Probably. Probably. Do you want to talk about your vindictiveness in the after show? Oh sure. I also have to talk about like my incredible amount of karma i received in the past like week and i i don't understand why people are nice to me oh okay uh, <laughs> so all right well i'm sorry right, if this um, was a really horrible episode everybody it probably was but that's all right what no we're do? talking about mental health and decision making and how how to live a fruitful life which is you know what everyone tunes in for <laughs> oh they don't but I'm going to go, I, I promise I'll go see fucking uh, Albers and Mirandi, and we can talk about it. Already. Oh, that oh, would be fuck, great. Oh, fuck, we didn't talk about Virtue Hoarders. I didn't read it yet, so that's fine. I tipped you, and you didn't buy the, you whore. I listened to a podcast about it, but I didn't read it yet, but I will. That's the most 2021 thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Actually, that's the most 2018 thing I've yeah, ever definitely. heard. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So thank you to the, the folks who uh, followed the Twitter. You will never get any Twitter tweets from me. I will respond to them. I shan't tweet. And I shan't follow you back because withholding is hashtag on brand. <laughs> Promises kept. That's the Green and Lewis signature. Absolutely. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.